Good morning. I am Peter Walker, lay reader in the Northeast Hub of Church Wigan. Today's reflection on Florence Nightingale, 1820-1910, founder of modern nursing, social reformer, statistician. And today's Bible reading is from the letter of Paul to the Philippians, chapter 2, verses 1-13, to in the New Revised Standard Version. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. A Reflection Florence Nightingale was born in 1820 in Florence, while her parents were travelling in Italy. Her early years were spent on her family estates in Hampshire and Derbyshire, where, from an early age, she would care for the sick and poor. Women of wealthy upper-class families were expected to marry men of equal or better status and have children, but Florence had other ideas inspired by her awareness of God's presence in her life from an early age. Her father gave her a classical education, including German, French and Italian, and she was especially gifted at mathematics and data analysis, a skill that she would use to great effect in later life, being one of the first to use graphs such as pie charts to present complex data in user-friendly form. Through several experiences, Florence believed that God was calling her to stay unmarried and devote her life to serving the needs of others through nursing. This prompted fierce opposition from her family, especially her mother and sister. Nursing was looked down on as a menial occupation and nurses as people of ill repute. Typified by Charles Dickens' portrayal of nurse Sarah Gamp in Martin Chuzzlewit, 
writing of Dickens' work, uh, another author stated that Mrs. Gamp is dissolute, sloppy and generally drunk. She became a notorious stereotype of untrained and incompetent nurses of the early Victorian era. Florence Nightingale trained in hospitals in Europe and Egypt before travelling to the Crimea with a group of nurses to tend soldiers wounded and injured in the Crimean War. Conditions in the field hospitals were insanitary. The military authorities had scant regard for the welfare of injured men and some of the hospitals were built on swamps. Soldiers lay in pools of stagnant water and feces and the stench was appalling. There were no medical staff on duty at night time and Florence would patrol the wards during the night to care for the men, earning herself the nickname of the lady with the lamp. More men died from disease than battle wounds. Using her mathematical skills, she would go on to prove that poor sanitation was the greater threat to the poor, being the source of typhoid, cholera and other killer diseases in the Crimea and more generally in Victorian England, India and elsewhere. She began the first professional training course for nurses at St Thomas's Hospital in London and through her work nursing gained professional status. At that time, many hospitals were founded within religious settings, but she believed that secular hospitals usually provided better care than their religious counterparts. While she held that the ideal health professional should be inspired by a religious as well as, as a professional motive, she thought that in practice many religiously motivated health workers were concerned chiefly in securing their own salvation, and that this motivation was inferior to the professional desire to deliver the best possible care. Two passages from today's reading stood out for me as examples of Florence Nightingale's devotion to Jesus Christ. Verses 3-5 to five, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Although she had all the wealth and privilege of her upper-class family and a first-class education, she did not use these for her own selfish ambition or conceit, but for the improvement of the lives of others, even though this choice hurt her mother deeply. And verse 13. For it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. She had a real sense of God's presence in her life, compassion for the poor in her own village and neighbourhood, leading to a revolutionary change in nursing practice and improved living conditions for people across the world. Some questions to take away with us. Are we aware of God's presence in our lives and what God might be calling us to do? Are we prepared to challenge the accepted attitudes, the norms of our society, our culture, 
when they go against the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ. I will finish with a prayer from Prayers for the People in Hospital by Neville Smith, Oxford University Press, 1994. Heavenly Father, we give thanks for all who teach and for all who learn in our hospitals. May those who teach do so with skill and imagination, imparting knowledge and encouraging discoveries. May those who learn do so with commitment, application and openness to all that is new. Together may they learn from each other and from you, source of all knowledge and truth, through the glory of your name and the good of your people in their need. Amen. I pray that your day will be blessed and trouble-free. I am Peter Walker, lay reader, North East Hub, Church Wigan. Goodbye. For sources for this article, and especially some of the quotes I have used, please refer to Wikipedia online and to historycom.com. Topics Women's History, Florence Nightingale. Thank you.